Welcome to the Self Love Warrior Podcast. My name's Lisa, and I'm a confidence mentor, neuroscientist, and self love warrior. In this podcast, we bring personal stories, tangible tips, and inspiring interviews to help you build unshakable confidence so you can live a life you're obsessed with. Now, let's get this party started. Welcome back to the Self Love Warrior Podcast. Mental health has again been at the forefront of discussion these past few weeks with Simone Biles and her stepping back from some of the Olympic competitions. And I wanted to take this opportunity to discuss this from my perspective and hopefully give you a couple perspective shifts because reducing the stigma around mental health is such a core value for me and for my business. This is my perspective from someone who is both a neuroscientist and from someone who has suffered from mental health issues myself. But just as a warning, I pretty much live under a rock when it comes to pop culture, like the lives of celebrities and athletes. That's something I really pay attention to. So these takeaways are maybe less so about Simone Biles and her twisties, and more so about the commentary and criticism that I've heard while this has been discussed. Oh, and if you're anything like me, and haven't really been keeping up with what's going on with the Olympics and Simone Biles. She withdrew from the vault and uneven bars, but actually just announced that she will be returning for the balance beam. And the reason why she withdrew was to protect her mental health. So she had a pretty bad stumble in one of the competitions, and she really put herself at risk for injuring herself severely. And it was because of her mindset and kind of some of the mental things that were coming up for her with regards to the competition. So that's the real quick and dirty summary. Again, this is not maybe necessarily so much about Simone Biles and more about my thoughts around what I've heard about it. Okay, so let's dive in. The first takeaway or perspective shift that I want to give you is that I know the common quote is that mental health is just as important as physical health which I love the sentiment behind that. But I want to discuss this quote in a different light. I prefer to say that mental health is physical health. The idea that the two are different, so that mental health is more important or just as important as physical health, etc. The idea that the two are different actually continues the stigma around mental health because it suggests that there isn't some sort of physicality behind mental health disorders. So stick with me for this analogy. Type 1 diabetics, their body doesn't make insulin. This is normal. We accept this, right? We know that there is a physical cause behind their disease state, behind their symptoms. But it's an invisible disease, as in you need a blood test to know the cause of it. You can't just look at someone and say, oh, they have diabetes versus somebody doesn't have diabetes. You don't go up to them and say, maybe you're, you should try a little bit harder. Why can't you just make insulin like the rest of us? Have you tried exercise? Have you had this random supplement that I heard of that might help with this? No, we just accept that their body requires external insulin. Their body doesn't make insulin. Side note, this is about type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, is a little more complicated. Okay, anywho, so let's use this kind of same frame of thinking for mental health. Mental health disorders are also invisible diseases. 
you can't tell someone that has depression, for instance, from someone who doesn't just by looking at them. But when it comes to why can't we just take a blood test for depression, right? It's a little bit more complicated than that. Because for one, the brain is just more complicated than the pancreas for type 1 diabetes, right? And it isn't just that your body doesn't create a specific hormone or chemical when it's a mental health disorder. It's that it maybe doesn't create enough in the right areas. And we mostly diagnose mental health disorders based on symptoms and experiences. And those are a bit more complex than potentially the symptoms of type 1 diabetes. They're maybe not as straightforward, right? You can't just take a blood test showing that you may or may not be making insulin, and you can't just say, oh, like, this is how my body reacts when I eat or something. I'm not a diabetes expert, clearly, but we do know, though, when it comes to the brain and neuroscience and mental health disorders, we know that there is a physical or biological correlate, something that is underlying those symptoms for mental health disorders. And we can physically see changes in brain scans between, for instance, somebody with depression versus somebody that doesn't suffer from depression. We can see changes in serotonin levels or brain activity in certain brain regions. And believe me, I could nerd out about this for a long while, aka been nerding out about it for 10 years. But when it comes to the brain, you just need to understand that it's way more complex. It isn't just about one neurochemical. It's about how levels of that neurochemical might impact levels of other neurochemicals. It's about how the neurochemical works in that brain region and in that specific type of cells in that brain region. That's why there have been by and large such issues with creating treatments for mental health disorders because it's so nuanced and so complex. But the point of all that being that we know that there is a biological cause, a physical cause. So mental health is physical health. We just need to learn more about that physical side of it, about that biological side. But maybe in a few years, who knows, maybe we'll be able to see that biological side of mental health disorders just as clearly as we see it now with type 1 diabetes. And the second key takeaway point perspective shift that I want to make is about sacrificing to reach your goals. A main critique of Simone Biles and her withdrawing has been around her quote unquote mental toughness. This is a phrase that bothers me for a few reasons, mainly because it comes up a lot with regard to the 75 hard challenge, but that that is a topic for a different day. Now, just as a reminder, when we're discussing Simone Biles, she is one of the greatest gymnasts in the world, having won more gold medals than I can count, and literally being in a league of her own. There should be no question about how much she has sacrificed to get where she is, how disciplined she must be to get at the level that she's at, and how hard she has worked. But critics have questioned her mental toughness and stated that she was an embarrassment for the United States. I recognize that you can't see my face, but even just saying that out loud puts a sense of disgust on my face and almost makes my face twist. It brings about this question, like this critique of her, brings about this question of how much do we need to sacrifice to reach our goals? How much do we need to sacrifice to be the best? And for the record, 
I am a type three on the Enneagram. If you're not familiar with the Enneagram, I will link it in the show notes, but type threes are, it's a personality assessment, and type threes are classic achievers, obsessed with achievement at all costs. So I know a thing or two about wrapping up my entire worth into what I'm able to accomplish. Clearly not at the level of an elite athlete, but in my own way, right? And the question is, when does the pursuit of greatness cross the line? When does mental toughness turn into martyrdom? Why does she need to sacrifice herself to prove to anyone that she is mentally tough? that she is the greatest. And I really hope that she isn't coming back for the balance beam now just to prove her mental toughness. I really hope that she is doing it because she feels mentally, physically prepared to do it and wants to compete. Because there should be no reason that she needs to sacrifice herself to prove to anyone that she is mentally tough. So to wrap this up, The two main takeaways or perspective shifts that I wanted to leave you with were one, that mental health is physical health, and two, where do we draw the line between mental toughness and martyrdom? I would love to hear your thoughts. If you love this episode and want to continue the conversation, send me a DM on Instagram at selflovelisa and let me know what you think or better yet, share it on Instagram stories and tag me so that we can keep getting the word out about this podcast. I love you. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you next time.